Okay. Fantastic. Okay, so welcome everyone. So we're week 19, Naturally Healthy Club, late call today. Um, and our topic this week is losing weight is in my control. And so I wanted to start with one of my favorite, this might even be my favorite quote of all time. And it's from Henry Ford. And he says, if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right either way. And we're going to go more into the thoughts today. Uh, but also I wanted to start with just think about like, just take a pause and think about like, if you're listening to the replay, take a pause as well. And just think about like, what's one thing that you need help with right now that's kind of struggling it's not feeling joyful and easy <laughs> the thing that's feeling hard for you right now and just bring that into your mind and just know that trust that you're going to get guidance that exact guidance that you need to move forward on that and we don't need to know how that's true today okay so naturally healthy club philosophy i am or i'm becoming naturally healthy I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Every time I overeat, I am wasting food. I focus on one meal at a time. We approach things with curiosity, not condemnation. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so our plan for today is I've got a bit of news to share, then I'm uh, going to do Tiny Wins. So I want to hear from you guys. And actually, Tiny Wins is morphed into this morning on the call. We also shared Tiny Ouchies. So if you if you like don't have a win, but you're like, oh, <laughs> this was Ouchies, um, you're welcome to share something that you're struggling with as tiny struggles or big struggles. Is a, a fine, fine to share that in that section as well. We'll do a quick recap on last week where we spoke about exercise and then we're going to talk about this idea that losing weight is actually in our control and if you're freaking out about this concept <laughs> don't worry I've got you covered it's okay <laughs> uh, so and we're going to do a little exercise together uh, with that so and then we'll finish off with coaching if anyone needs coaching uh, so let's do it so oh yeah news um, so post of the week prize this week goes, goes to Mathan Wee, who lives in Switzerland, and she posted uh, lean and spacious. And she said, last night at dinner, I thought of Jules's coaching to listen to our tummies and to think of how good we'll feel when we follow our plan. I didn't feel like cooking, so I had crackers and tuna, but I stopped when I felt I'd eaten enough, even though it seemed ridiculously early. And this morning, the scale has moved down for the first time in ages. Yay. I do have control of the number on the scale. So, so celebrating my family for that. And also celebrating my family for inspiring this, uh, the topic today, because like, just see how, like, see, like, we'll, and we'll talk more about the, about this, but just notice that she at dinner, I, like I coached her to like before she started eating, just to like, just connect with that, like imagine herself like the next morning on the scale and seeing a different number on the scale and just connect to how good that was going to feel and then start eating dinner. And so she ate her dinner and she was able to like, you know what, that's probably enough, stopped. And she said like ridiculously early, um, and then, of course, the next day, the scale had moved up for her. But the biggest shift, I think, here for my family is to have that connection of actually having that experience of, yes, like, I'm in control of this. It's not some random thing that's happening to me. It's not, like, outside of, outside of me. It's, like, what I put in my mouth does have an impact on what that number is. And so when, like, when you learn that, like, when you have that connection, feels so good so we're going to be talking more more about that but I really wanted to celebrate my family for doing it and also posting and sharing with you guys so that like we can all learn from from that and the same applies to other goals as well but yeah like when we have that that 
feeling of control, it's very powerful. Okay, in other news, the feelings challenge is still ongoing. So if you haven't started feelings challenge, that's there for you when you, when, if and or when you're ready. Uh, last week, I also did a bonus masterclass on cooking. So how to simplify any recipe. So if you wanted to, that's totally optional, of course. Uh, but the replay for that, I've actually created a separate uh, circle group. So a new circle group for um, simple meal plans and so the replay for that is in the separate circle group so I will post um, so if you haven't already what you'll need to do to access that is to just click on this link I'll post it in the chat uh, and that link will, will add the simple meal plans circle group to your naturally healthy club circle group and you'll be able to access that there and so feel free to like play around with that circle group it's really all around like the cooking side of thing and the recipe side of things um, and inspiration and meal planning and all that 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 fun stuff so that's there for you guys to check out when you're ready and if you listen to the replay I'll post the link with the replay notes and uh, the other news is I'm doing a meal planning magic workshop uh, at the last week in June, so it's like 29th, so it's 30th of June, depending on where you are in the world. So I've, I'll post that event in Circle as well, which is, again, totally optional. But if you want to, like, just get a bit better at your meal planning so it's, like, so it feels like you're, that the whole decision of deciding what to cook every night isn't such a big chore, come along to that. If, if that's feeling hard, come along and we'll help you make it feel fun and easy. I know it seem, might seem like a big stretch, but it is possible. Uh, so that's in new a new thing that's happening and totally optional. And then in terms of like what's next, so the end of this official six-month period, we started in February, so the end of this group is in the end of July. And for some people, like six months is a perfect container and like you've got everything you need, which is amazing. And if that's you, then you just need to let me know. I mean, just email Caroline and she'll look at completing your membership at the end of July. Um, but the other option is for some people, like this is takes more than six months to change your relationship with food. Totally not a problem. And you're welcome to stay on at your current monthly monthly rate. So you don't need to do anything that will just keep ticking over. And you automatically, if you do decide to stay on, you could stay for one month. You can stay for however long you like. It's up to, up to you. You don't have to re-decide for another six months. Um, but with that, if you do decide to stay on, you'll also automatically get included in the graduates group. So I've got a group called Staying Naturally Healthy with Ease, which has a monthly call where we were just for the graduates. And also it has like a separate secret section in circle where the um, graduates can post as well. So if you do nothing, you'll automatically get that. Um, can one take a break and come back? Um, so yeah, Murray, if you do decide to, yeah, like you, you, you can take a break and come back, but you'll just need to like pay like whatever the current rate is for the new members. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. But either way, whether you're going to finish up or if you're going to continue, like let's really make these next, next six weeks together or seven weeks possibly count. So, um, because there's like, you know, there's no time like the present to do this work and to change. Okay. So let's move on to tiny wins or tiny ouchies. So, or, or coaching, does anyone have anything they'd like to share with the group? You can type in the chat, a tiny win, or you can unmute yourself and share with me now. Oh, must have something. Adine's always good for a tiny win. Oh, <laughs> excellent, Adine. And Jennifer, I've seen you as well. So um, do you want to, you, you, since you're unmuted, Adine, you go first and then Jennifer's going to okay. share. Amazing. Just quick, it's been it's been an insane week. So many performances and so much, but I really have still continued to listen to my body and to, even though I've been eating late, which isn't so great for me, I really just still try to listen and watch the quantities and still have pre-decided meals, even though it's not the right meal time, my choice of meal time, but still that it's 
not just grazing and not just trying to eat randomly. And the scale has continued to go down, which it's sort of never done before. In the past couple of months has really made a big difference. And my sleep, I mean, up and down, but it, it's really, it really has continued to be okay, which is really lovely, even in the really top, top stressful time. So that's amazing. Exciting. Amazing. Dean, the number is in your control. Look at you. <laughs> Evidence. Wow. So good. At it. Like, so that, and that's amazing. Like, so you've got a really busy period where normally like everyone, like normally would be like, oh yeah, I can't focus on this food stuff, but you're just, all you're doing is listening to your tummy. Yeah, listening to my tummy and also just accepting that the times to eat, it's okay. I can't do what I really, what I really want to do, but to still say, okay, dinner time is when I get home at 930 and that's okay, but that doesn't mean, but I'm not going to eat. I had lunch when I had lunch and then I'm going to have dinner and that's my dinner time and it's okay. And whatever, whatever I feel like eating as little or as much as my body says is the right amount. Amazing. So yeah, yeah. so what's the like what like what's the thought that that's helping you do that? Do you think even though it's really busy time, is it? Um, I think. I think first of all, just to accept to say it's okay that it's not perfect, that it isn't exactly the way that I want it to be, but that that still listening to my body is the right choice and to just, just be calm about the eating because that's when I get too, too upset that that's sort of where we started in this really bad place for food. It's taken me sort of like many more than a year to get mm-hmm. to a calmer place for the food. And so that's really helped just yeah. to say it's okay. It's okay. If it's not perfect. Yeah. And also, so it sounds like there's a bit of like, this is, this is what I really want too. Oh, am I frozen? No, I'm okay. It's, it's a Dean. Okay. Uh-oh. Did I lose you? <laughs> yeah, we, we've lost you. But so that's, that's awesome, okay. Dean. Like, like, like you can do this, like you're doing that. Like, it sounds like you've got the thoughts that are helping you. And yeah, amazing. And that it doesn't have to be perfect is really the best thought. I think is the most important just doesn't have to be perfect and that's okay that's okay yeah but it's and it's better when I do it this way yeah Yeah. so good so good excellent oh great work Adine love it okay Jennifer how about you what did you want to show with the group it's not so much of a win but more of a realization and I've been I've been moving a little bit on the slow side and I really appreciate you sharing um, about other members who have taken sort of the slow road and that's what I've done. And a few weeks ago, I had a feeling come over me and I was thinking, what is this feeling? And so I've been doing, I track and I put my, I listen to my tummy, I listen to my feelings, I put my fork down. And that's basically what I'm doing. But the scale is not, it's, it's coming down a little, but not, I pretty much staying. Anyway, I was thinking, what is it that I'm experiencing? And I thought, it's very similar to what I've experienced in the past when I've restricted myself, I kind of for anyone who's done um, sports, I kind of feel like there's times when I start restricting and dieting that I'm like in the zone and I just get accustomed to, to eating a certain way, but it's not sustainable because at some point you stop doing that, but I'm doing the program and I kind of got goosebumps because I said, I feel like I'm in the zone. Like I'm not concerned about what I'm eating. I'm just amazing. and I'm not overeating and if there's times that I'm I'm just more intentional and uh, even when I'm having things that maybe you know I shouldn't or couldn't or whatever there's no judgment and I just have a you know I have a little whereas I might have eaten half a bag of something I'll just have a handful and then 
and then I'll stop because that's enough. Um, and what this is, is done is um, I feel a lot less or, or I don't feel self-loathing. I think when you're dieting, you're so focused on how well you're doing. And this program is just different. And there's just su such a level of acceptance. And um, I just got really excited when I realized I feel very comfortable with what's going on because it feels it feels sustainable. And, and there's just, I was really excited. So oh, I'm really excited for you too, Jennifer. What a beautiful thank you. thing to thank realize. You. Thank yeah. you. And it's it's similar to what um Margaret yeah. was saying. She was talking about it just really what Margaret said last week kind of resonated with it's sort of this is a little bit tangential. There's a yeah, level of acceptance and it just feels really good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like when you're feeling acceptance and that you're not trying to change from this place of like, I'm, I'm awful and I'm going to be, but I'm going to be like, when I'm this, you know, when I weigh this different amount, I'm going to be like, life's going to be amazing. Like, you're just like, yeah, this is where I'm at. And this is okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. So Thank good. you. Jess. So good. No, you're <laughs> doing it, Jennifer. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, like, is there a thought that's really helping you like in your belief plan? around like to get to that level of to that place of acceptance I think the acceptance is simply listening to my body and stopping when I know it's time to stop and if there's times that I don't stop there's just more awareness and acceptance that I recognize it, it's I may be all over the place, but no, 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 it's this is great. A slowing down, like when you restrict or you binge, not binge, but you know, like when you make a choice or you decide, I want to eat this, there's um, almost like a disconnect. And, um, and so you just keep going, and there's not a disconnect because you're staying in touch with what you're feeling. I recognize uh, such and such happened and I'm going to be, I might be having like a little more than I normally would, but that's okay. I understand why I'm doing it. And I, there's just, if any word, it would just be acceptance um, yeah. and listening, acceptance and listening. And that's really dialed down, like I said, the self-loathing because I'm not where I want to be, but I feel so much more comfortable that I'm not there because I'm not constantly thinking about food or, or restriction or how long is it going to take me to fit into that dress. And I, I just kind of don't, I just care so much less because I'm just comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's like, so the, you think it's like, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing and it's okay. Like, and it's, and also it sounds like you, you, but you sounds like you have that belief that you'll, that you're like, your progress is like you say, you're taking the slow progress, but that you're going to get where you want to go eventually. And you're yeah. enjoying the, you're enjoying like the way to get there yeah. is peaceful. It's like. And to be clear, I, well, I've lost weight, but the amount of weight I've lost is, you know, it's really slow, but that's okay because, you know, it's, it's not going like this. It's just going like, you know, yeah. just slowly. And for now that's, that's okay. And I think as I get more accustomed to it, it it'll just slowly come off. Yeah. Yeah. And actually and, seeing and that as a win. Jennifer. You oh, it's a huge win for me. But when we, I I mentioned this before that when I came into the program, I was like, okay, I'm ready to restrict. Okay, this is it. And then you were like, we're not restricting. And I was like, <laughs> what? And, and so I've just gotten. And you asked us what we wanted out of the program. And one of the things was I wanted to lose weight, but I had started eating emotionally. So I really thought I wanted to change my relationship with food. So even though it would be nice if I lost weight, I want 
to change my relationship with food and I am and I'm just I'm really happy because it just didn't feel like there was an answer that I was always going to have this rather acrimonious relationship push push pull with food and it's just it it's different amazing amazing so that's what you wanted and that's what you've got already yes with a nice little bonus of a little bit of weight loss that like on the side but the the real the real win is that you've got that you've got what you came for you've got that peaceful relationship with food it is kind of hard when I know that a lot of other people are you know losing (laughs) and I'm thinking oh why can't I do that that. well when I know that other sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough because I know that Mm. people talk about their hunger or um, I'm not denying my hunger. If I'm hungry, I will eat. I just won't overeat. And there are times when if I get hungry, I might drink some water or try to distract myself. But for the most part, if I'm hungry, I eat. If I'm not hungry, I don't eat. And um, I guess if I maybe leaned in a little bit more with allowing myself to be hungry for longer periods of time maybe I would be losing faster but I I'm listening to my body and I don't want to feel the restrictions so I'm just um also focusing on protein and um maximizing protein and making sure I'm getting that in and yeah great yeah but okay and just like that but those compare and despair thoughts it's when we business coach calls them I've totally been there with that like everyone's making all this money and I'm like I'm not <laughs> yeah so just noticing those which it sounds like you're doing that already Jennifer just noticing that they come up and they're like of course we like we can power ourselves like that's just part of being human but just reminding yourself like just coaching yourself in that to go no this is actually this is better for me I'm doing what's right for me and just I'm being happy with my slow approach like that's the best thing to do with compare and despair for sure. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Thank you for sharing all that, Jennifer. I'm okay. so happy to hear really- that. Like so great. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks for letting me. And I really am. I really enjoy hearing from everybody else and what they're experiencing because I, it really resonates with me and I just love hearing people's updates. So thanks. Yay. Everyone for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so Marit had shared in the chat, um, I'm, her win is, I've enjoyed incorporating um, eccentric movements in my walks around the backyard. I love it. From our exercise class, it, last, exercise class last, last week. Yay. So celebrating Marit for that. And Vicky had said, um, my win is that this past week, the number on the scale has gone up due to multiple factors period, celebrations and having side effects from eye surgery. But my mum commented that she noticed I've been eating overall less and she noticed I often put my fork down between bites. I'm sticking with NHC even though I had a lot of things going on. So, yeah, like let's celebrate that, Vicky, of that thought of like like I've got a lot of things going on. It could be easily be an excuse to overeat. And the fact that you're like, no, like, I'm still putting my fork down. I'm still doing this. Like, even though I've got a lot going on is really powerful, Vicky. Like you are doing that. Yay. Okay. So let's recap last week. So last week we spoke about the truth about exercise. And the short version of this is basically the way I think about exercise and weight loss is that they are completely separate things. So there's a million reasons to exercise. And we spoke about them last week, like brain health, preventing cognitive decline, controlling your blood sugar, improving your insulin sensitivity, improving mental health mood, which is the hugest thing, um, improving your sleep quality, preventing frailty in old age, like improving your longevity, blood pressure, stress reduction, killing cancer cells. Like it's like what won't exercise do? And then, so all there's millions of reasons to exercise, but I never have the thought, oh, I should um, – you know, I'm go- if I want to lose weight, that I sh- it's because I haven't exercised enough or if I want to lose weight, that I need to exercise more. Because what happens is when you move more, your appetite adjusts more and so your body will find a way to get the, the extra calories. So they're completely separate things. And I shared with you like my 
example of like going like training for a marathon and not losing any weight and also like a Swedish study where they took people from being completely sedentary to running a marathon and they on average did not lose any weight like the women I think the men slightly lost like one or two pounds but that women did not and so that's why like we want to keep about them separate so if you want to like just continue doing the net actually health club without changing your exercise at all absolutely go for it however if you do feel like actually you know i would like some of those benefits that jules mentioned then you know anything any exercise you do is good and doing it from this place of like not that i should do it or i have to do it to lose weight but doing it from the place of i want to do this is really key uh, and then so i also shared about uh, that Marit has in, uh, been incorporating is this idea of eccentric exercise, which is kind of a new uh, thing that's being researched, where which is so counterintuitive. But we actually, when we're lowering ourselves, so when we're walking downstairs, we actually build more muscle than when we're walking upstairs. And there's like studies proving that. And I share with you, uh, uh, like, so if you do want to get started on adding something new to build muscle, which is the most important in terms of longevity and just feeling good as well that uh, actually doing chair squats where you lower yourself slowly into a chair is a really great place to start and you can start by just doing one chair squat a day like keeping it really tiny uh, so there I put it posted that boat the video of me doing this chair squat in the resources so if you want to check that out you can um, and I also share with you guys about exercise snacking so this idea that's being studied a lot recently in like exercise research world uh, that it's actually more beneficial to do uh, like small chunks of exercise spread throughout your day rather than one big chunk a day so like a three 10 minute walks versus one 30 minute walk you actually get more benefit from the three 10 minute walks uh, so yeah, like just which makes it easier to fit into your life. And we also spoke about like if you do, if you are feeling like yeah, I do want to incorporate more movement, then the best place to start is to create a tiny habits recipe for that. So where you get really specific about when you're going to do whatever it is that you want to do. So after I dot dot dot, I will, and then have a really have a minimum requirement for your habits. So so the example of like from the tiny habits book is like just flossing one tooth but it's like is if you say so you want to for example if you want to start walk going for an, a 10 minute walk every day the minimum requirement for that would be just putting your shoes on and stepping outside the house so if you and, and building that habit to just step outside the house of course if you want to walk you can but um, just keeping the habit really tiny because the easier something is to do the more likely we are to do it so that is that was what we spoke about last week and now but I really want to talk about this idea that losing weight is in my control and staying balancing on my feet heels is in my control uh yeah so from my family if we remember back to my family's celebration and I think like first of all is so often particularly with weight is that we like we, there's stories that we can tell ourselves that either help or hinder us and that, that we can like, and basically like there's, you know, we can always find a reason or an excuse for our weight not to like to change, like for our weight to stay where we, we are or for a weight. Um, and so what we want to do instead is actually learning that, that, that our weight is in our control like we have control over um, so if you remember TEA like our thoughts drive our emotions and they drive our actions so if you want to um, yeah like with we, and so with that if you like we have control over our thoughts and that's we have control over what we put in our mouths and and our weight is in our control so if you find that you're not like losing weight and you really do want to, then like the first step is to like get really clear on what you want. And because a lot of times I see people will be like, oh yeah, like um, people will post in a group like, yeah, but, like, you know, I don't really want to lose weight right now, which 
and if that's true amazing like you there's no pressure that you have to lose weight for sure like just changing your relationship with food like Jenna was talking about amazing so like that is an amazing goal to have on its own and doing that work on its own totally amazing however if you're like but if you really do want your body to feel different if you really do want to feel good in your clothes it's okay for you to want that but we just want to so we what we want to do at first is to get clear and be really honest with yourself like yeah actually I do want that um so just the first step is to get clear on what you want and actually set a goal of like yeah I'm gonna weigh I want to weigh whatever pounds whatever kilos with ease and joy and you don't have to like it doesn't have to be this big goal it can be I I think actually for most people it's actually more helpful to set incremental goals so you set a small goal of yeah like maybe it's like I just want to weigh two pounds less or I want to pay weigh five pounds less or you know like one kilo or you know three two kilos less and but set that goal and actually let yourself like feel that you want that like and that it's safe for you to want that and one of the problems I think reasons why we don't set goals and we don't go after things like this is because we're afraid oh yeah but you know I'm not going to like what's the point I'm not going to be able to achieve it anyway and we kind of fail in advance by deciding not to even set the goal because we like we don't want to feel the disappointment and the thing is that when you I after years of setting and not achieving goals the worst thing that happens is you feel a feeling seriously that's it and the feeling is generally disappointment that's it like it's not that bad so yeah like you have everything to gain gain by setting a goal and actually getting honest with yourself about this is something that I want and setting that intention for yourself so um, but actually I should backtrack and say like that of course like if you're setting like it's important to just check in with yourself of like how you're feeling about yourself before and the relationship you had with yourself before you set a goal so if your relationship with yourself is that you're like not accepting of yourself and you're like disapproving of yourself or you're like hating yourself where you are now setting a goal isn't going to fix that so we need to first address that and marissa shared like this morning like a really beautiful thought that she'd had that when she started this was this thought that like i'm gorgeous and inspiring at any state at any size and so she was she came into the program reminding herself that she was gorgeous and inspiring at any size so she wasn't going like, oh, I'm only going to be like, feel good about myself when I lose weight. No, she was feeling good about herself to begin with. And actually, if you, Marissa shared some really great insights into the thoughts that have helped her. So if you are listening to this replay or you're watching, you're here live, definitely check out the replay uh, from, the, from the early call for this week. Um, sorry about my phone. Because uh, that's like, the, it's really helpful to hear Marissa's journey, but yeah, just wanted to say before we start setting goals or before you decide to do that, just check in with yourself. And if you aren't feeling that that love and acceptance is there, that you are feeling like unhappy with yourself, then just come bring it to coaching. Like you've got nothing to lose from, like I'm here to help you with, with that. But that's would be the first goal to set is to start feeling that self-acceptance, right? But once you feel self-acceptance, then it's like, okay, so I'm accepting myself where I am now now what what do I really want now and then when and making setting a goal from that place and then once you're clear on what you want the next step is to actually believe that you can get it like to believe that you are in control of achieving that goal and so what we want to do is like actually get into the habit of bringing that like imagining and connecting the dots into like your eating experiences so reminding yourself that so before you start eating like my family did is actually checking in and reminding yourself actually you know I want that scale to move tomorrow Um, and just imagining how good it's going to feel how proud of yourself how proud of yourself you're going to feel when you see that number change and then start eating and just like and just set that intention to listen to your body when your body's feeling like it's it's had enough like you that you that that you you know you've got that feeling of like you know what that's probably enough like it's not necessarily the physical feeling but um when you do that like again imagining how good it's going to feel stopping at that point 
in, like enjoying the dip meal, stopping at that point, and then like you'll get that experience of the next day being like my family. I'm going to read that again for you just so you can um, experience what she went through. So she said, you know, last time I uh, thought of Jules's coaching to listen to our tummies and think how good we'll feel when we follow our plan. I didn't feel like coaching, uh, cooking, so I had crackers and tuna, but stopped when I felt I'd eaten enough, even though it seemed ridiculously early. And then this morning, the scale has moved down for the first time in ages. Yay, I do have control on the, uh, on, of the number on the scale. And Adine's sharing her like beautiful example as well. It's like, I'm just listening to my tummy and she's got like crazy work stuff's going on and she's eating much later than normal. And the scale is still going down for her as well. So you just, as you're believing, building belief in yourself and as you're like, but when you have that experience of like really list, dialing in, listening to yourself, stopping and then seeing that, that number, like that's, that's when you start to feel that, that feeling of control and it's ve a very powerful feeling. So just the thing is to just, it's like taking that leap of faith and believing that this is the week the scale starts to move for you. And all it takes is to, to doing this, just getting clear on what you want, setting that, that goal and implementing, like imagine using your imagination and connecting those dots between, yeah, I'm what I like my choices now have a direct impact on what I experience when I weigh myself and not from a like awful place, but from this place of empowerment and, and, and ability to change. And it's fascinating because I've, I've also got my, um, my secret society of intentional booze hounds groups are the group that I'm working with people in changing their relationship with alcohol. And one of the people in that note, she's noticed that in the past, like she would just drink and like just, you know, would top a glass up. And she was like, I wouldn't, she was like, in the past I would just drink and I wouldn't ever think oh if I buy more wine now I'm gonna feel really crap tomorrow but she's like just bringing the awareness into it and connecting those dots in the moment of oh yeah okay just pausing and going hang on I've already got a good wine buds going here if I have another one I'm going to like you know how am I going to feel in the morning and that little bit of intentionality is helping her completely change how much she's drinking so like it just that ability to connect the dots of like my experience of me finishing my plate, like me listening to my tummy at, at dinner has a, such a direct impact on me, like what I experience on the scale the next day. So, so that's it in an essential, like the, that losing weight is in my control, but it is in our control. Like it's just getting clear on what you want and then believing that it's, that it's possible. Uh, but there's also some other layers to this, of course. And so two things that can be helpful kind of bonus steps that you might want to take is first one's called uh, clearing conflicting desires. So this and the way to do so conflicting desires are just when we so yeah, we want to lose weight, but we also might have a goal that we want to like be spontaneous. So we uh, don't want to restrict and I'm not ever recommending restricting but um, there can be conflicting desires are when we we want something else or we we think we want to like we want to lose weight but we also don't want to change because people might notice like so we're afraid of that or someone had a really good good example in um emma shared a really good example in the chat this morning i'm trying to remember i should have written it down um or you know i'll have to give up my favorite foods or a conflicting desire might be you know, if I stop struggling with my weight, I won't be relatable to other people. Like if everyone else, if, if all my friends are struggling with their weight and they, like, we have this thing in common and I solve this problem, like the conflicting desire could like, I could be that I don't feel like as part of my tribe, I'm going to get kicked out of my tribe because I won't have to share this struggle with my friends anymore. So the way to, um, and of course, so if we've got that conflicting desire where we want to lose weight, but we also want this other thing or this other thing is getting in the way of us losing weight, then like if, if we don't clear that, then that can make it very hard to, to actually go ahead and believe that you're in control and actually do, do that. And that's when the kind of sabotage things things come up. So the solution to clearing um, these conflicting desires is to uh, is to actually just uncover them and shine shine a light light on them. And the best question to ask 
yourself is like, if I lose weight, I'm afraid that dot, dot, dot. And then whatever, like if you just journal on that, I'll, I'll paste that into the chat so you can give it a go. And actually just think about that. It might be good to check in now and just see like, if I lose weight, I'm afraid that, and just answer that question, like what, and what comes up for you? If I lose weight, I'm afraid that I'll have to restrict too much, or if I lose weight, maybe people won't like me. Does anyone want to share in the chat? Is anything coming up? For anyone? No, no one's got anything. We're all completely no conflicting desires. Amazing. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> like that's and that's that's totally fine. Um, Marie, it's saying I think it's something related to restriction for me. So if I lose weight, I'm going to have to restrict or I'm going to have to give up something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and so I think that what can be helpful in that case is and so the yeah like whatever you, and whatever the conflicting desires are that come up for you first like feeling feeling it's like um you know just let yourself feel like of course that's if that that's coming up then I'm going to like be not wanting to lose weight and then the, the actual um oh it's a yeah like in order to lose weight I need to restrict that's the thought yes right right amazing so this is really, this is the juicy good stuff. Excellent. <laughs> um, so I've got Jennifer, so for those of you listening to the replay, Jennifer and Murray, they're like nodding. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. So it's like I need to restrict in order to lose weight. Yeah, cool. And so the solution to that thought is that you, it could be just even saying, telling yourself it's safe for me to weigh whatever with ease and joy or it's safe for me to lose weight with ease ease and joy and so the ease and joy like you're not going to be restricting if you're feeling ease and you're not going to be restricting if you're feeling joy about what you're eating are you so that that could be could be one way to approach that or I'm just thinking it's um another way might be to actually like have something like that in in your belief plan around that it's safe for you or it's possible for me to lose weight without restricting so when i say that like does that feel like it could be could be true or is it no it's <laughs> like no seems a seems a little like magic like too far yeah right 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 okay and that's totally cool um um marcia's saying i'm just checking checking the chat in the first few weeks i thought oh my god i can't just can't restrict to lose weight and here i am just eating less because i've been making very slow baby steps um okay vicky's got a great one as well that we'll 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 workshop in a sec vicky but let's um yeah so this this so that's the thing it's like for me to lose weight I have to restrict and so like I don't want to restrict so therefore I can't lose weight and so like I think the thing to remember with that is restriction is actually a mindset right so restriction is how you're thinking about about food it's not exact it's not actually how much you're eating so when I say that like how does that feel um yeah cool jennifer so yeah just so that it's possible for me to lose weight with ease and joy that it doesn't have to be hard but i think it's really cool that this restriction things come come up because because yeah and it's i think this is an important thing to to for everyone to understand is that it's not actually how much you're eating that is the is restricting or not restricting. So you could be eating if it's like it's the story that you it's the thoughts that you have about it and the story that you tell about tell about how much you're eating that that makes it feel restrictive or not restricting. 
restrictive. So, um, yeah, like that's really the first. What's? Um, can you unmute, Murray, and just tell me, let me know your thoughts. Um, can you repeat the question? Sorry, I was taking yeah, note. No, okay, okay. And no, I thought you were talking about to type in the chat. Um, so it's like there's a restrictions actually coming from your thoughts. It's not coming from the amount of food that you eat. So, for example, my like experience. So on Sunday, like I'm just trying to remember the days because we had a long weekend and I'm a bit uh, still a bit, bit, bit funny on my days. So Sunday I had a day where I was cleaning out the pantry and I ended up randomly snacking on like dried apricots and raisins and all this stuff that I normally wouldn't do. And then we had like my Irishman cook these amazing lamb cutlets, uh, lamb chops for dinner. And they're not like, they're one of those things that you, you need to eat them hot because they don't like, they don't. So I ended up eating like overeating at dinner just because of the little lamb because it was so good. So that was Sunday. So then of course this girl was really like hot, crazy high on Monday morning. And I was like, so it's totally cool. It was like, yeah, okay, I know what caused that. And then like, it was a good reminder about how that mindless eating, like mindless snacking in the kitchen is not helpful. And also like that I didn't listen to my tummy at dinner time. And it was like, totally not a, like my thoughts were, oh yeah, okay, good reminder, Jules. And so what I actually ate yesterday like, so my, my plan for yesterday was just to listen to my tummy. So I had my lunch. Normally I have like four eggs if I'm having eggs or like that same amount of protein. And so I like served myself out. I wasn't super hungry. I had like these cabbage and eggs. They were delicious. But I think I probably ate, I think I ate two and a half eggs. So like I left the other eggs and it was like, so if you looked at that, like the actual amount of food that I ate at lunch, you could be thinking, oh, that's pretty restrictive. Like she didn't eat very much, but I felt really satisfied. And I was like still pretty full from the night day before. So I was like in my body and in my mind, it didn't feel restrictive at all to leave that. And then at dinner time, uh, we had steak and like, I probably had like one tiny piece of the steak and some salad. And I was like, you know what, I'm done. Like that's enough. And so if you looked at that, I probably, I don't know, I wouldn't have even had like an ounce of steak. Like it was not very much food, um, but I didn't feel restricted at all because I was like, that was enough. Like, and like we have steak all the time. It's like, you know, didn't matter. The boys were going to eat it anyway. And so like, like so I, I could have been thinking, oh, I, I shouldn't be having this. And I like, I should be like not eating this, like to like get my weight back to normal but it wasn't, it was just like, no, I'm just listening to my body. I don't really don't need this. It was really easy to stop. Next, today, scale back down to like my normal normal level, like completely fine. Um, yeah, but it was like, it was like how I was thinking about it, the amount that I was eating that made it feel restrictive or not. So does that make sense? So, and so in order to lose weight, all you need, you don't need to restrict. All you need to do is just tune into that tummy feeling earlier and it's like and it's like and coach yourself a little bit if you like of course some days it's going to feel like you like there's going to be like my lamb chop story of like oh you know you're going to have the thoughts about how how much you like how delicious they are and you want to keep eating them and I guess the other thing to remember with this is you don't have to do it perfectly like there's still days where you like don't dial it in 100% and don't 100% listen to your tummy and you do over go go past that satisfaction point and that's that will still work it's just like most of the time tuning into that satisfaction is where the where that 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 weight loss comes in and where you get that feeling of control so cool so does that does that feel like that's going to be helpful to unpack that restriction thought yeah jennifer's learning all right it's something it's cool if it's not like if you still if you're still like oh no this doesn't feel like it applies to me like what do you yeah, I, I think, I mean, I get it. Um, I think it's just, there's just a lot of history. Yeah, of course. Other restrictive diets or whatever that um, there's a whole sort of mental barrier that needs to be gotten over. Um, yeah. No, conceptually, I understand yeah. what, you're, what you're saying. Well, and maybe rather than thinking of like this bent barrier that I have to get over, maybe it's just like a, like a, um, 
you know, a screen that can that can wash away. So it can mm-hmm. the screen that be, can become more like translucent and transparent. Like so, it's like a melting away of it rather than like so it's just rather than it having to be this like hard hitting like barrier to overcome. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But did okay. So and the, the but the idea that like restriction comes from how you're thinking about it. Like that does that feel believable? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I, I feel like this past week in particular, I I did better at trying to tune in a little and then went a little off the rails when I I went out. I was over at some friend's house to eat and it was just all very different kinds of food, which was hard to hard to figure out how to eat that, I guess. But well, yeah, um, of course. but anyway. Um yeah, no, it, it all, it all, it sounds good. So. Yeah. So let's like, um, tell me like, so you, but it sounds like you, you did like during, like apart from your during your friend's place, like you were tuning into your body this week. Like did, did that feel good? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's been a work in progress this week in particular after last week's coaching, I was trying to um, sort of, I don't know, stop earlier yeah a little bit more or less successful I don't know (laughs) it's still you know the weight's still kind of in that that same range it's not like it um has dropped dramatically it's just kind of where it's been stable yeah um so yeah yeah I I don't know (laughs) so did it feel did it feel hard or restrictive to stop a little bit earlier? Maybe a little, just because that not not hard. I just I'm still trying to figure out when I am actually full. Yeah. I guess, and I, yeah. I haven't I haven't mastered that yet. Yeah, cool. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. And it's just like no rush on it, Mario. Like you right. can, you will figure it out. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. But also, but I, like, no, you go. Oh, I, the thing that felt really good was doing some of the the added weight stuff, um, and that seems to have a more immediate effect on my body composition. I think so. Maybe that will be the focus for me instead of the the weight part of it. Just Very I don't know. Wanted part. to get get some muscle back when I used to have it and then it went away <laughs> yeah so, right um, right nice to get back so yeah, yeah and I like the like with the eccentric I don't know if I spelled it right but just yep. you don't have to do a lot of them you know just do a few walk Those around squats, yeah a few more walk around so it was really easy to incorporate for that reason yeah so I just wanted like what if it's like you, you don't have to choose whether you focus on exercise or diet, Murray? Like it's not like you, like the, it's possible to do both and for it to be, to feel easy to do both. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like that. And then it doesn't have to be this, like doesn't have to be a hard thing. It's just, it's like, it's actually a subtle thing of just tuning in a little bit more. Like notice like my family, like, she said like she stopped ridiculously early um I felt like I'd eaten enough even though it seemed ridiculously early so like just doing an experiment of like just like see what happens if you stop like have dinner and you stop ridiculously early like when you first have that inkling of oh maybe this could be enough like yeah and just see and see what happens like okay. you don't really have anything to lose. And the other cool thing is like, 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 yeah, like reminding yourself of like that, that having that experience of feeling that control and feeling that movement on the scale, it's that, that feels very empowering. So you actually have a lot to gain by doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, and just believing that it's possible, believing that you can do it, but just keep going with that. Yeah, that part I think is 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 tricky. <laughs> I guess just I don't know, just thinking that it that it can happen. Maybe because it's just 
hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. So, so yeah, right, right. But okay, definitely listen to um, Marissa's coaching this morning, or it was more like rather she was she was more just sharing what like was helpful for her because it's one thing for me to tell you like this is it works, <laughs> but the more evidence you have from other people's insights, the that easier it is to build that belief that it will work for you as well. Yeah, sure. yeah, amazing. Okay, um, okay. And Vicky had posted in the chat. Um, I'm afraid that people will notice me more, and I'm quite shy. Yeah, of course, Vicky. This is back to conflicting desires. Um, I'm not sure how to deal with the positive attention, and I used to work from home for the past four years, so I'm not used to meeting new people. Yeah. So first, like Vicky, like just like feel that, like of course, like um, of course, like you want to, like there's a there's a fear there, like and there's like everyone will have that fear, like that feeling and that fear, like we all have it on some level because, like, and I've like used to be like really super shy as well, but and I would like when I was in coaching groups, I used to not like speak up and um and it is it's like this there's this like fear of like being seen because that means if like we people see us and they can judge us and they might not like us and we're going to get kicked out of the tribe so it's really normal to have that fear is really normal um and i think the thing that's helped me the most overcome that is just like actually having that thought like that one of my coaches gave me my marriage coach actually and there was a like a bonus bonus coaching that I got from her and just this thought that it's safe to be seen it's safe for me to be seen and actually like I had I had that in my my belief plan for a long time and actually I was listening to another my business coach did a podcast this morning and I was actually thinking about she was talking about safety and that feeling of safety and creating safety and so like just it's weird like just telling yourself it's safe for me to be seen is a really beautiful way to like get your brain and your subconscious on board that it actually is safe so how would you feel about just adding that into your belief plan Vicky as a first step um it sounds good can you hear me okay yeah, 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 yeah. We can oh, okay. the time. Yeah. Okay, good. I have headphones on because I have guests. Oh, perfect. So, okay. Um, yeah, that would sound good, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned something just now recently about the um screen, translucent screen. Oh yeah. Seeing yourself through a screen. I like that analogy. I'm not sure if that relates to what I'm talking about, but like we little can- by little you can make it brighter or more see-through I'm not yeah, sure what I'm saying really yeah no 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 I love that you've taken that because that was we were talking about a barrier and making the barrier for Marie more translucent but we could apply mm-hmm. the same thing to to being seen as well as like yeah like we can, can we can, can like we're not going to it's not going to be like we're going to they're going to ripping away the curtain and we're going to be completely naked like we can yeah like, yeah like have that that it can be a gentle process as well like Yes, I think that would be best to like, because I'm working, I do see um, a therapist for like some other issues and stuff. Yeah. So working on that, but um, yeah, a nice, gentle, peaceful yeah. process would be good. Yeah. So going slowly is, yeah, is, mm-hmm. is the brush. and that's probably like on the belief about being seen, that it's safe to be seen, like taking that slowly and just dipping your toes yes. in water and then having that evidence of, oh, actually, you know, if someone does give me a compliment, actually nothing really bad happened. And then that, yeah. build, that builds your, your belief in your, that it's safe. And Yes, that's true. That's a good idea. Keeping track of like little experiences yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm. And like posting the group, like a little tiny win. It's all, someone gave me a compliment and I, like, I it was okay. Like nothing bad happened. Like yeah. the ground didn't open up and swallow me. Like I got some positive yes. and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that would be good yeah yeah and also mm-hmm. um one thing that I've noticed from working with people is often times we think we're going to get a lot of pos- like a lot of attention if we change our weight and these days like people are kind of hesitant to talk about it and to call to 
to talk to to make comments about it so what you mm-hmm. might find is like changing your weight actually doesn't cause all that much um, and I remember like earlier on Marisa had posted in the group that she would had gone for a weekend away with her friends and she was expecting everyone to be like oh Marisa you've lost so much weight you look amazing and nobody said anything and she was a bit like oh no oh. <laughs> but it was like in a good way kind of thing because her friends were like yeah but you always look amazing like you know your weight oh that's nice that. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, Vicky. Yeah, I think okay. it's so good to uncover though that that's a that's a conflicting desire, or that's a fear that's coming up for you. And yes, it's, it's kind of hard to work on, but um, and then also I kind of like think way too far in the past. Like in my early twenties, I looked like this, and now I'm here, and it's different. And you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, and that's when it's important to just bring your brain back to like. Yeah, it doesn't matter what happened then. Like, we just want to focus yes. on today. Like, what's my plan for today? What do I want to yes. think about myself today? And just take yes. it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, thanks, Jules. Oh, just said that feels good. You're like... I think so, good. yeah. Still have some to work on it, but, you know, little by little, little examples. and right. Little examples and just noticing your progress. Like that's really Mm -hmm. the key, baby steps. Like there's no rush for any of this to happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Amazing. Okay. Well, we might wrap up there, everyone. That was such a beautiful session. Um, Okay. Well, have a great week, everyone. And yeah, if you need help coaching through if you, if you uncover any conflicting desires just post in the group and we can work on them together or bring them to coaching next week and we can do it there or message me like any any or all of the above so have a have a great week everyone and i'll see you guys next week bye